0: Tracks around Australia.
1: Here's Inside, Inside Motorsport. This weekend, the AMP 1000 is on. The build-up has been terrific, with over 45 cars, super touring cars, schedule S cars from New Zealand, and production cars head the list of the Bathurst 1000 entries. Today on Inside Motorsport, Colin Ford catches up with some of the drivers who are familiar and not so familiar to motorsport fans. We also take an opportunity to catch up with Didier Oriel as he visited Canberra, the nation's capital, in preparation for Rally Australia. <laughs> well, Colin Ford starts the Bathurst preview by catching up with Greg Eaton, the organising chairman for the AMP Bathurst 1000.
0: So, no things are coming together very well for us. We've come up with a really strong uh, grid this year. At the moment we have 45 entries uh, from three uh, areas, England, Uh, Australia, of
2: course, and New Zealand. New Zealand continues actually very, very strong this year with the uh, New Zealand Touring Car Championship cars coming over the Schedule S cars, as they call them, and they're going to be quite an interesting group of cars to see. Uh, They will be. They're a great-looking car. They look very much like the Super Tourers here.
0: They bring some interesting names with them that we don't normally see on cars here. The fellas over in New Zealand are really putting a lot into this preparation, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing them here.
2: Of course, we've got the Europeans who are coming out. We've got some names that have been mentioned already. Richard Rydell with Volvo, uh, Tim Harvey who's been out here before with Peugeot, uh, Jan Flash Nielsen who was a, a good person out here last year. Can you tell us about a few of the other teams coming from Europe?
0: Sure thing. The uh, Vauxhall 888 team is uh, a wonderful team to be having out here again this year with Cleland and Warwick will be in the lead car and of course with the announcement of Greg Murphy and Russell Ingle in the second car carrying Holden Vectra badge signage it's great to see the uh, General back of the mountain this year as well. Gravit and Brooks, uh, Gravit uh, in their Honda, they've been they've been interest to us all year and we've had a lot of dialogue and they're definitely a starter. DC Cook I hear are very interested in their Renault Laguna, large logistical uh, operation for us this year. The inward we'll be air freighting the UK teams in, from uh, New Zealand they'll be coming in on sea freight. And then everyone will go back by sea freight. Uh, this year there'll be some uh, 35 container loads of international teams coming to the mountain so it's a logistics nightmare we haven't had to put up with in the past.
2: Of course part of that logistics nightmare as well you've got people coming over for the Austin Healey race as one of the support races so that's a, a big thing as well. Fantastic, yes we're really pleased to get the uh, Sir Donald Healey, uh
0: commemorative Healey race to the mountain this year. At the moment there's some 40 big Healeys entered uh, yes, there are some cars coming from England, some cars from, uh, at least one car from the USA, and some from New Zealand. These cars, you've got to remember, will run around the mountain on two and a half inch wheels. We'll have lots of sideways motion and lots of tyre squirrel for sure. And of course, one of the, one of the other support races you've got lined up is the NASCAR, so there's some big thunder there with those guys. There is indeed. We've gone for a lot of entertainment. Uh, we're offering a, 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 a quite a varied support race this year nascar nascar 100 race some great racing will happen there that'll be on the saturday afternoon 100 kilometers around the mountain they're thinking it'll take them only about 30 minutes to complete the race at the moment we've got 23 entries and uh, I understand Russell Ingalls signed in to drive one of those as well. So we, uh, we're really uh, putting on a great weekend's uh, entertainment. By the sounds of it they can come up and vote, vote at the mountain this year as well on the on the uh, Saturday. But uh, the, other, the other sport race we've got this year is um, a kart race. We've not had uh, karts at the mountain before and there's a special laid out track between uh, Murray's Corner up to Michelin Bridge and back down to the start line. This is going to be run now on the Friday and the Saturday lunchtime break and uh, gives a whole lot of novices an opportunity to have a race around the mountain in a cart. Now, Greg, of course, one of those things we always ask is, who do you reckon is going to be the winner up on the mountain this year? I think, uh, hands down, Volvo have got a real big shot at this this year. It'd be great to see Jim Richards win his sixth race. Uh, If he does, he'll be the second most celebrated winner of the Ballast 1000. So uh, I think
2: my money might be quietly on the Volvos this year. Of course, I think usually through the Northern Territory table, someone certainly can usually vet, bet on the race, can't you? Yes, you can. Um, you send a bet, I think, take bets on the race.
0: I understand TAB, the TAB, might be taking bets on the race this year as well. Greg Eden,
2: thanks very much for your time.
0: Thank you very much.
2: For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at
3: Motorsport News. Proud partners of Inside Motorsport.
2: Audi Quattro driver Cameron McConville. Cameron, can you tell us a little bit about your background in motorsport?
3: Yeah, sure. I, uh, I started in uh, karting when I was seven, seven years old and uh, got into car racing proper when I was 14. So I became the youngest uh, driver to get a cams licence and did uh, two years in Vs and then went on to Formula Ford and had a couple of seasons in Fords and won the Formula Ford Championship in 92. And uh, from then on, I did some sort of co-driving at, at Bathurst in uh, in uh, in Dick Johnson's team, and also in a private couple of privateer cars. And then I I did the uh, went into GTP or into production cars, so I had a roof over my head in '96 uh, and won the GTP championship. And uh, and then for the last two years, I've uh, joined Audi Sport. Do you
2: believe that the, the grounding in carts is something that any good driver should have?
3: Oh, without a doubt. I think. Um, I mean, if you're starting motorsport at a slightly older age, it's probably not relevant. But for youngsters, karting is just fantastic. It teaches you racecraft. You know, not only does it teach you how to handle a a kart, like understeer, oversteer, it teaches you how to race closely with with other people.
2: Okay, looking back over those years of of motorsport experience, what do you reckon was your worst moment in motorsport?
3: My worst moment would have to be, you know, 1993 at Bathurst when I was running third and uh, and had a crash over the top of the mountain. And um, you know, I suppose I, I got a fair bit of flack for doing that. But uh, since then, you know, I've won a championship. Um, I'd have to say that that, that Bathurst uh, weekend was my worst to date. And what do you reckon has
2: been your best experience in motorsport to date?
3: Best experience would have to be still winning the GT production car championship. You know, I hadn't driven in the series ever before 96 hadn't raced a Porsche before and we we came in and and fortunately won the championship so um that and having some super touring wins six wins this year has been my my highlight today and what's your hopes for the 1998 AMP 1000 at Bathurst to win it without a doubt you know it's third last year and uh I think the Audi Sport team is very professional and do a great job so to win that race would be fantastic and I think we have the package to do it
2: in terms of a co-driver for
3: that, is there anybody, if you had a choice of all the drivers that are out there, who you'd prefer to be your co-driver for that event? John Bauer. <laughs> um, probably John Bauer. You know, I mean, obviously, John Bauer or Brad Jones, I better say Brad. But no, Brad and I, you know, I think do similar times in the cars, so we're very well suited. So if I wasn't able to drive with Brad, I'd have to say John Bauer. He's a guy that I admire, you know, quite a bit.
2: Cameron McConnell, thanks for your time. Thanks very much. One of the original drivers from the Australian Super Touring Series is Mark Adden, who's been in the series since the beginning, back in 1994. Mark, could you like to tell us a little bit about your motorsport background?
4: Yeah, well, unfortunately, we uh, we didn't start the way everybody else does in Formula Ford go-karts. I mean, we used to race go-karts a little bit, but basically, um, we got thrown in the deep end. My brother decided to start up the two-litre series, and I did five club races, and then got stuck into our uh, two-litre. So I got thrown in the deep end, but um, luckily, so far, I've been swimming, so it's not too bad. Now, since
2: you've been in the series in 1994, you've been through a, a whole range of cars. Would you like to run through what some of those cars you've driven are?
4: Yeah, I started out in a little um, Toyota Sprinter, it was a, like 1600 and me and Justin Matthews had the same cars and we used to battle amongst each other. Then uh, I got a BMW, uh, M3, one of the old Coke cars. Then I um, progressed on to a um, to Peugeot where I stayed for two years with Mike Quinn. Uh, we, I drove three, three types of Peugeots in that, in that time. Then drove a Toyota with Neil Bates and then uh, this year we're driving a Honda Accord. And
2: the Honda Accord, uh, the running here has actually got a bit of a history in Australia. Uh,
4: yeah, um, it started out in England, um, and then came across to uh, run by Steve Richards, who ran it um, in the series two years ago. So it's quite an old car, but we're um, battling on. Now, going
2: back on that, those few years of motorsport you've had here in Australia, what do you reckon was your worst moment ever in Australian motorsport?
4: I think that um, maybe the uh, Greg Hansford thing. I mean, it was, it was an unfortunate thing, and, um, and we all go in with that kind of um, thought that you know it, it is a dangerous sport. And uh, unfortunately it was the start of the year, and the start of my second year and um, that was probably the worst thing, or would have to be the worst thing that, uh, that's happened to me. And
2: going the other way, what do you reckon has been the best thing that's happened to you so far?
4: Um, It's probably with the Toyota, we struggled all year with it and uh, towards the end of the year we started to get the thing going well and um, we won two Privateer's Cups races at Amaroo Park, so we won them back to back which was um, a big bonus for us.
2: That was the final round last year if I remember correctly.
4: Yeah, and I'm really disappointed on that because um, I like Amaru, and I did all my club racing there, and uh, would it would have be been nice to run the last series there.
2: And what are your plans for the future?
4: We've got a big plan for next year if it all comes off, um, to get two brand new cars out from England and have a shot at the actual overall title. I'm really getting sick and tired of just running around where I'm running around, but it's nobody's fault. The fact is the cars are old and we don't get the best tyres, we don't get the best engines, and um, I'd like to have you know a couple of brand new ones next year and have a shot at uh, like an outright win. Of course,
2: one of the important things of that is guys got to try and pull together the sponsorship, the, the technical backup and do the deal on the cars.
4: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Honda are giving us a little bit of technical support, but I mean, unless we would like to get two brand new cars out of here, and maybe get the, some guys from the teams in England to come out and show us around like they did with Cameron McLean in the beginning of the year. It just stops all the mucking around and gets you um up front a bit further and a bit quicker.
2: Mark Adam, thanks for your time.
4: Thank you.
1: More Bathurst information coming up in a little while, but first... Duncan Payne caught up with Didier Aurel.
5: Yeah. Okay, we we have a big fun here today with uh, this uh, new Corolla. I mean, it's a nice truck for the for the people, and I think they are enjoy to see what is really the rally
2: <laughs> driver. <laughs> now, from your perspective, you're doing the same thing time after time after time, is it still as much fun the twentieth time as it is the first?
5: Yeah, I can see yes. You know. Uh, I, I have 40 now, so, but I am still enjoy to, to drive and to have a fun with the car, I think, uh, we have a, a magic car, so, no, no, it's still fun, yeah. Now, the Corolla that you're driving here is Neil's car, how does that compare to your Toyota Team Europe car? Not big difference, uh, the more, more big difference is maybe the setup of the car. Uh, the car is a little bit softer, the adjust of the two is a little bit different, so because it's not my style of driving I mean, uh, but ok, it doesn't matter, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, for this sort of, of uh, track I can drive uh, quite easy and, and after you know when you adjust the car, it's, uh, all the drivers adjust the car for him, for himself. <laughs>
2: Coming up to Rally Australia, you're fifth in the World Championship. But you're still within striking distance of your teammate Carlos Sainz who's leading at the moment.
5: Uh, I think we uh, started the season quite, uh, with not very good results. Uh, the, the, the car was quite new so we had some little problem on the start of the season so maybe it's why we are only five in the, in the World Championship for the moment. But uh, the four last uh, events I, I have uh, done a very good result. Maybe not completely lucky because I lose two rally, I am nearly to win and I, we have just a little problem so we finish second. Still three events, uh, San Remo and Australia and Arasi. So now I, I have uh, just a need to do to, to my best and win uh, the two next rally. <laughs> do you have a favourite event of the last three that you're competing in? I, I like Surrey Raleigh, and uh, really I like uh, Australia also, so I don't like Raleigh. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people say that the roads in Australia, because of the gravel surface and the trees are so close, they're very difficult to drive on and set the car up. Is that what you find? Yes, of course it's one of the more typical rallies in the in the season and uh, the stages are very fast and uh, we have some uh, sometimes some corner between the trees and with the speed it's uh, it's very very difficult to sometimes to, to get the feeling and the speed and you can get uh, this corner but uh, with the experience i you know start to know very well uh, this rally so now it more easy to, to drive flat out on this sort of road. Uh, we have need to adjust a little bit uh, the car, a little bit different, but more to get the traction. I mean, work on the tyre, to cut the tyre differently for, for, for remove the, the, the big gravel on the road. But after, yeah, okay, I like it. Now you've driven for pretty
2: well all the major manufacturers in the World Championship. The Toyota seems to be one you're sticking with. How much of the cars changed over the last five years? Ah.
5: It's uh, a new evolution car. I mean, we have more uh, electronic, uh, electronic thing in the car for control the, the diff, front diff, rear diff, center diff. We have a, a, a gearbox, uh, electronic uh, shift uh, gearbox shift. Um, the, now we have a weight. The weight of the car it's maybe more than before. Uh, we have lost some power to compare than before, but still uh, we have a fantastic car to drive and we get fun you know and now the engineer work a lot so with the rest